Hello, it's Andrew May, and welcome to the Strive Stronger podcast, Bite Size Edition. This is where we take a clip from a previous podcast and we amplify it for you in a snack-sized format. In today's Bite Size episode, we listen to leading clinical and coaching psychologist and founder of the Positivity Institute, Dr. Susie Green. Susie was one of my lecturers in coaching psychology, and in this discussion, we explore what the ideal corporate team would look like in relation to diversity, mindset, and thinking skills. We talk about diversity. We talk about diversity as far as experience, gender, sexual preference, background, religion. I I think we often miss the conversation on diversity around thinking. Yes, that's so true. Well, I mean, neurodivergence is becoming a big topic within psychology itself. But I think this type of mindset... um, you know, and we don't want to make people wrong for being a pessimist because there are benefits to having a pessimist, <laughs> you know, as long as it's not having a detrimental effect on their well-being. Because we do know that high levels of pessimism is correlated with depression, so that is something to be mindful of. If you're sitting here listening today, thinking, "Oh, I'm I come from a family of pessimists. Uh, I know I have this tendency to be pessimistic." That is something to be mindful of. Um, that it can affect your mood and you may have to work quite hard at being aware of those types of thoughts or mindset and working working actively which we can talk a, a little bit more about about today male or female has just been promoted to be ceo of a big bank and they ring you because you're the gun in positive psychology and say susie help me put together the crack squad the team at the top level of the bank, so we hit every metric on customer satisfaction, market saturation, insert, insert, insert. How would you go about that and what would that team look like? Let's say there's 20 people in the talent pool and they've all got decades of experience, domain expertise. What would you you specifically look at in relation to thinking and mindset mental skills? Yeah, well, first up, psychological flexibility. Uh, which is that capacity to, um, I guess, think differently. Um, take perspective taking capacity is another, uh, I guess, way to, to describe that. Um, and I think the self aware, high levels of self awareness, clearly. But to realise that there are benefits to having to having people in the team that do think differently, um, and you know, there's a lot, as you would know, in the research at the moment around humble leadership and high levels of humility to be able to recognise that perhaps my mindset on this particular issue isn't the most helpful and also then to change perspectives and perhaps even as the CEO recognise that someone in your team has a a healthier or more more prudent uh, perspective than what you do and that involves a large degree of um, humility and, you know, because there's a lot of ego sometimes that can occur with that too. You certainly wouldn't want a whole team full of pessimists. You would want people that, and, and it's not as if it's black and white, you're an optimist, you're a pessimist. You, you'd want people that can, you know, play that defensive pessimist role, play the de- devil's advocate because you don't want that scenario of not doing, you know, your risk mitigation, if you like. And I, I've actually worked with people like this where they've been they've been identified as a drain on the team because they are, you know, playing devil's advocate. But then when we've sat down and talked about it, you know, with the leader and the team member, the, the leader's been able to see that this team member's actually really valuable, um, you know, in, in this scenario with a with a team 
largely made up of uh, rose-coloured optimists. And it's so easy to just go, oh, that's so draining. I don't want to hear that. You know, as an optimist, I know myself there's, I've got a a goal um, that I'd like to achieve at the moment. It's a travel goal. And, uh, you know, I can hear my wise mind saying, perhaps this this isn't the wisest decision right now, but my optimist is going, you go for it, girl. Like you just go for it. So um, I'm really trying to work through that in my mind right now. So yeah. And unless you have like some time out for self-reflection around this, or if you have like a learned friend or partner that can challenge you on some of your thinking, I have seen that. And, you know, I'm very mindful of making sort of gender generalizations, but Uh, And I, at the moment, retain a handful of uh, senior executive coaching clients, all men. Um, And, you know, they've they've expressed to me that they don't really talk to to anyone else. Like as a female, we generally have our posse of friends that we will talk to and they will challenge us. Um, I mean, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they just, you know, cheer you on. You really do need a friend that's going to challenge your perspective on things. So uh, and that's where a, a great mentor, a great coach can also help. And I do like that notion of having cheerleaders and challenges. I think I first heard I that with that. Adam Grant. Yes. That the, the problem is, as a leader, as a, an athlete, as anyone performing at a high level, which is a large part of our audience, yes. is if you only have people around you who pump up your tyres, right. that can be, be really challenging. Something I've learned as I've matured, we don't get older, you know this, you've got parents who are 94 and 95, they're just maturing. Yeah. But back to that challenger versus cheerleader, I, I struggle with that in the early days because I, I took it as people being defensive or attacking. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think it's this real blend. You're not just an optimist or a pessimist but we were talking about a construct you can train optimism it's a mental skill right if you go if you want to get your body fit fast flexible and strong you go to the gym and what do you do do you go once my brother-in-law says to me i go once a year andy it's like the dentist it's all i need (laughs) i I look at him and said mate i think you need to go to the dentist a few more times (laughs) and while you're there go to the gym Uh, mental skills are the same you don't do it once and go check i now know how to train optimism you've got to do the reps and the sets Hey, it's Andrew, and we hope that you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to listen to the full episode or some of our other shows, you can find the Strive Stronger podcast in Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to listen. We have plenty more content covering all things high performance with world-class experts from a diverse range of fields. And if you would like to support the Strive Stronger podcast, subscribe and leave a comment and rating as we love the feedback.